Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Know Thine Enemy from the Green Dragon Podcast. Uh, I am joined today by Matt. Howdy. Tiernan. Hello. And David. Greetings. Welcome back, guys. Who have we got today for Know Thine Enemy? At the moment, I'm looking at Gandalf the Grey, so I believe Gandalf the White's here somewhere. Cool, so we've got <laughs> Gandalf. Uh, who's got a rule book in front of him who wants to... Read out his stat line. What do we got? What's What does the Grey Pilgrim have for us? Okay. He's got your standard move six, fight five, hits on fours if he's got a ranged weapon, strength four, defense five, one attack, three well, wounds. Well, he's basically got strength five, though. We'll yeah. get to that. He has magic Stat sword. lines That's first, Wargear ah. second, Tiernan. <laughs> you know the rules. No, I don't. What are you talking about? That would explain why you lose so many games, then. Oh. <gasps> I lose no games. I am invincible. Slander. <laughs> totally. Somewhat invincible. Somewhat yeah. invincible. Okay, so we got invincible one att- when I win. <laughs> we got one attack, three wounds, and courage. courage. Seven. Nice. Always nice to have a mm-hmm. near instant stand fast. Um, he's looking at three points of might, six points of will with a nice funny star, and three points of fate. <laughs> what special rules does Gandalf the Grey have under special rules or just i, I just, think just in general rules he's and equipment in yeah, general we'll... he's got his two-handed staff he's got glamdring and he's got his ring of power glamdring gives him extra strength strength five i believe doesn't it uh, yes plus one it. strength so it's so. a sword so he can faint with it as well i think an interesting interesting thing to point out is that he does become strength five He's yes. not striking at strength five he becomes strength five so you can't mimic his strength five because he's strength four no, I think I'm the, thinking I, of other applications. I'm thinking than, uh, uh, more along the lines of uh, Hill. Hill. You can't. Uh, Goblin King can't throw him. Um, barge and Rend as well. Yeah. Not Barge, but Rend, yeah, as yeah. well. Rend mm. is. Um, oh yeah, fine. Uh, you'd never Rend Gandalf, really, unless he's, he's doesn't matter. Going, trying to go two-handed with uh, his staff for some reason. Or plus oh, one to wounds. Doesn't yeah. Matter. Yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. matter either way. Staff of power gives him a plus one will a turn, is it? A freebie? Uh, yes. Yep. Without expending, well, without reducing his store. Yeah. And his magical ring of power off the top of my head is reroll fate. That's the one. So, not a bad chap to have your leader on. It seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Probably mention uh, his uh, three options as well. There's only two in the book, but I believe oh, uh, yes. the FAQ. Yes. Uh, no, you're right, Tina. So, options, what has he got? Because I know the two in the book are Shadowfax and a horse. Uh, no. Horse and cart. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shadowfax was added in later. Okay. Did, just to, I thought he just had as an aside, did yeah. he actually tame Shadowfax before he became Gandalf the White? Yes. Yes, yes he okay. did. Yeah, he he did it um, in Rohan? He did it in Rohan. After he escaped from the Hawthornak. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. I actually wrote a scenario for it at one point. It's quite oh, a good yeah, scenario. It was a good yeah, scenario. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. We should dig that out at some point. Yeah. One of the few things I remember from the books is uh, Gandalf turning up to Edoras and Being yeah, to get lost and then pretty much took him three days or so to steal it, but he managed it. Got it. But yes, uh, there's more set it loose and then going out, going yeah. out on the plains of Rohan to find him. Anyway, Gandalf obviously is a wizard, so he has some magical powers at his disposal. What well, powers does he have? And what do they cast on? Yes, cast on and range and stuff. Range and stuff? <laughs> okay. Starting from the top, working down, we have blinding light, range dash, two plus to cast. 
always useful. Terrifying Aurora, 2+, plus. Immobilize, 12 range, 3+, plus. Command, 12 inch range, 4+, plus. Strength and Will, don't see too often, 12 inch range, 4+. plus. Probably should see Strength and Will more often, since it can mm. be used to increase a model's will beyond mm. its starting value. In fact, I think only two models in the game have it, Gandalf and the Stormcaller. The High Elf Stormcaller. It's a useful spell, you just never end up getting around to it, because he's also got Sorcerer's Blast on the 5+. Yes. You could strengthen their will, or you could go and blast somebody. Yeah. Well, I think the only... A couple of times I've used Strength and Will with Gandalf is when you're you're sort of playing those really long, drawn-out games, and you've you've got your channeled... Cast blinding light up. You already have your terrifying aura up, and you're kicking around. You're out of range for a sorceress boss, so you're like, "All right, I'll give that captain over there an extra point of will." Well, there's On also the, the um, uh, the Denethor. Old... Forgot about him, but no, I was thinking of an old combo. People were thinking of people said where well, it was invincible at one point, which uh, was Gandalf the Grey and Arwen. Yes, or Gandalf and the Grey and Alfred. Not Alfred. Elrond. Elrond. Yeah. Yes. Yep. In fact, I actually ran we'll that back in the day we'll as well. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> and yet, I haven't seen Alfred at a tournament yet. Really nope. odd. Yeah. Yeah. No one's bothered to... And moving on from Gandalf the Grey, he gets an upgrade at some point in his journey. <laughs> no he spoilers. goes from <laughs> a bleak grey to a dazzling white. Spoilers! <laughs> If you haven't watched the movie or read the book yet, go and do yourself a favour and do it. The rule book uses the word cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. Are yes. you for real? After his what? cataclysmic battle with oh. the Balrog. <laughs> yes, lovely. <laughs> Thank you, Games Workshop, for that riveting piece of literature. <laughs> well, oh, that's what fun. Games Workshop does. So, what's the difference between Gandalf the Grey and Gandalf the White? Because Gandalf the Grey comes in at 170 points, and Gandalf the White, I believe, off the top of my head, is 220. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. With that upgrade. So, what do you get for paying that extra 50 points? You get more spells and the option for an elven cloak. And cheaper spells, very yes. importantly. Yeah. Tini, would you care to expand on that? Yes. Well, the first thing I said was that he has an option to take an elven cloak at 10 points. However, he loses the option to take his cart and a normal horse. He can only ever ride Shadowfax. He's kind of the white man. Why wouldn't Still, he white, ride Fax. the white horse? <laughs> Except no substitute. Anyway, uh, he's got uh, Blinding Light, same on a 2+. Plus. He's still got Terrifying Aura. Immobilizes on a 2+, plus rather than a 3+. Plus. Command is on a 3+, plus rather than a 4+. Plus. Yeah, that 3+, plus command is... The Strength and Will is on a 3+, plus rather than the 4+. Plus. Sorcerer's Blast is on a 4+, plus, I believe. Yes. It's not in the book, but it was in the FAQ. Yes, FAQ. And, and the new spell he gets is Your Staff is Broken on a 3+. Plus. Because those enemy wizards... You know, they're going to ruin your day. Yeah, well, you do go up well, against Saruman yeah. occasionally. Yeah, or it, that is true. in a tournament setting, good against good. I mean, one thing I would love to see is two Gandalf the Whites facing each other, trying to break each other's stars. <laughs> Sorry, staves. <laughs> staves, yes. <laughs> um, just on that as well, I believe Gandalf the White picks up an extra special rule over Gandalf the Grey. I don't believe it's in the, in the source book. Oh, it's that's in the right. FAQ. It is the FAQ. Has, has the 12-inch standfast? Yes, the White Rider special rule, which increases his standfast to 12 inches, which I think is quite handy. Courage 7 and a free point of will. Let's... Yeah, so, yeah, hello, my army's, my not, army's going not going anywhere sort of deal. So, yeah. 
that's Gandalf in a nutshell. Why would you take Gandalf? Well, I think the main strength of Gandalf over the other two Istari is mainly his uh, spell list. Because he has more spells than definitely Saruman. I think he probably has the same number of spells as Radagast, but Radagast does things a bit differently. Yeah, Radagast is sort of an oddball in the sort of the wizard group because he spells a... Well, which which is, you know, kind of understandable for a guy with bird poo on his head. And, you know, huffing the shrooms or whatever he does. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, fair point, fair point. At 170 points, normally you'd see the good version of Saruman for being less points and for having the decreased spell costs, but Saruman only has the four spells. He does not have... I think it's four. Transfix, uh, yeah. Immobilize, Terrifying Aura, and Sorcery Blast. Those yeah, are he does not have Blinding Light or Strength and Will. So if you take uh, Gandalf over Saruman, you're going to ha- want to be using those spells because otherwise, why aren't you taking Saruman? Yeah, true. Yeah. So basically what you're saying, because I, w- I was going to touch on that as well, is sort of that difference between Saruman and Gandalf. Because Saruman has the 12 inch stand fast. Uh, you don't... Uh, at his, which his, affects and, other heroes which, as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Which affects other heroes. So he's, which is insane. He, your entire army just doesn't move. And I think, Matt, you even took him with a Rohan army, Saruman the White. With Urkenbrand. With Urkenbrand. So your army wasn't even running away when there was a big scary I'm sorry, I'm all my dragon opinions. or something on the table. But um, yeah, is that the only reason why you would take Gandalf over Saruman? Is uh, no, for that there is... CBL? There is um, two other things Gandalf has over Saruman, and that is Glamdring and uh, Naya, the Elven Ring. So Gandalf is more survivable because he gets to reroll his fate saves, yep. and he's a bit better in combat because of the plus one strength. And if you give him a cart as well, oh, yeah. can't get. Or for that matter, Shadow Effects with his extra yeah. two inches of movement. Is that, and, is uh, that two inches of movement a big deal? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it can be. Mm, I think so. means he outranges uh, Nazgul on horse. Ah, oh, that's important. Yeah, yeah. Fair and Matt and keeps pace, sort of keeps pace with, with a fell beast, yeah. With a fell beast, yep. provided an open table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because terrain. Terrain <laughs> isn't the thing. What are you talking about? We don't use that. <laughs> <laughs> also means that he can move, like, within range of some bow fire, regular bow fire, uh, in just one turn. So he can take one shot of bow fire and then be in range to do some blasting. Yes. Yeah. Just looking at Gandalf with his ability to be mounted on a horse with that strength five from his sword, is that something you should be trying to take advantage of? Because I, I think we're of all wizards, since they've got the three wounds and the fight five. And three fate, for that matter. Yeah, yeah and the three fate. Yeah. Mm. They're solid in combat. Yeah, they're, they're quite solid. They're not going to be your frontline, you know, melee bruiser, but Saruman, I always end up throwing him into combat at some point because that fight five is just really useful. And especially mm. if you transfix the person he's charging. Sorry, immobilize. <laughs> immobilize transfix. It's the same spell. I think... No, uh, it's different different names, so therefore they're different spells. That's, just that's the same entry. <laughs> that's, that's stretching as about as far as you could ever possibly stretch it. <laughs> like, you can't stretch that anymore. No, well, I, think I think I could. I'm just trying to think of the possibility of... Immobilizing and transfixing the same model. To half it twice. Yeah, to half it twice, because they're technically two separate spells. 
You'd need to be in some kind of double tournament yeah. where you're allowed to take Doesn't doesn't Immobilize and Transfix have the same spell entry though? Yes, yeah, but identical. it is a different name, so therefore they are yes. different spells. They just but do the same it... thing. You will find that all Whoa. immobilized casters are good and all transfix casters so are good. So if you're on a, like a three way game and you're oh. both teamed <laughs> up against one player, you might just pull it off maybe. I love However, hypotheticals. Uh, yeah, don't, don't do that at you horror. Live by don't, hypotheticals. Yes. <laughs> don't do this at horror. Don't be that person. Yeah. <laughs> don't be me. Would require at least two of you. <laughs> All right, so we've looked at Gandalf. How do you want to use him in a game? What is his role if you take him? As you sort of said, he has quite a large spell arsenal. He has support spells in Cast Blinding Light. He has some offensive ones in Command, Immobilize, and some really offensive ones in Sorcerer's Blast, and even even some more defensive ones such as Strength and will, uh, to an extent and terrifying aura. So he has a lot of tricks in his bag, essentially. What do you want to be trying to do with him in a game? Why do you take Gandalf over the other wizards, as we sort of mentioned before? But when you do take him, what is his role? I think it would have to be support. <laughs> because Gandalf by himself isn't going to be, as I said before, he's not going to be doing too much on his own unless he's fighting someone one-on-one. But he definitely makes a your front line... He gives a bit more versatility to your front line because he can he can join in, join in a flank with his uh, strength 5 and take out a couple of guys. He can take out Huck's opportunity with uh, immobilizing command or uh, go down a flank and sorcerer's blast bowling everyone over. Yep. Matt, you have something to add uh, to that? People know my love for good Saruman. Yep. And he's the ec- most economical wizard, in my opinion. But if you're taking Gandalf, you're really making use of that blinding light. So you're going to take an army that, for a start, is probably going to be a little bit soft, maybe. Yep. One that is not going to stand up too well to bowfire. So you're going to go, right, I'm using this as a shield. A shield against bowfire, and I'm going to make the most of it. That's one reason you might take Gandalf. Strength and will... You look at the applications of that, it's nice to be able to maybe give your minor heroes a little bit more protection against enemy spellcasters. I should also mention Theoden here, simply because he starts with no will, and Gandalf's strength and will, and Theoden not having any will just seem... Can be quite yeah. useful. Yeah. That's a great yeah. point. They, they seem made for each other. Mm. Uh, <laughs> another pairing that is uh, made to be run with Gandalf is Alfred, and probably be a good time to mention him now. Alfred converts will into might, essentially. Yep. However, I, I'm not sure that's the best use of him, though. Uh, we've, we've discussed this at length yeah, outside gonna, well, of the, the podcast. The problem is, but... if you're using Gandalf to gain an extra will per turn, then you could use Bombadil for less points and do it more reliably. Yes. So if your entire plan is, I will take Gandalf to give one will per turn to but, this hero... No, Actually, just, I, just, I, actually just on that... If the idea is to give bomb, sorry, bomb was the other way of doing it. Bomb, yes. Yeah. If you're going to be taking Bombadil to give will to Alfred, just use Bombadil to give. Why? Might. Why wouldn't you just use Bombadil's rule just to give the guy that you wanted the might point on in the first place the might point? Because yeah, that Bombadil that would be logical, and we just can't have I that. Think this is why we haven't actually seen Alfred at a tournament. Possibly. Yeah, I think. And actually, I, I still I think, think Alfred's amazing, but the combos some people have written. Is, are quite odd. 
Having I, said I, that, I think my favorite was Alfred and Gandalf. It was relying on Alfred giving Gandalf might so he could channel. Yeah, you channel strength the strength and will. and will. That's what I was going to get to. You channel the strength and will. You get more will back, and therefore more might given out. Yeah, it's a but terrible look, it, idea, by the way. It's not a great idea. Alfred will die. So if it works, That's it leaves you back where you started. <laughs> exactly. No, it, it'll leave you slightly ahead. No, no, sorry. Ahead. Yeah, because he can, for a start, he can get that D3 might points at some point. Uh, yeah, but yes. also, you're giving him D3 will points. And okay. each of those will points converts to one might point. It sounds like the War Unless of the Ring one. If you stand two counselors next to each other and they spend you the whole game less boosting efficient. will yeah, yeah. boosting might. So it's, you know, it's not a great you, plan, but it could be, like, it could come off really just, well. Just quickly, you both said you wouldn't really want run it because it doesn't work that effectively. Why? Because most people out there are going to be listening to this going, might generator? That sounds awesome. I'm going to take that every game. And for how many points? Oh, only like 200 and I still get a wizard and a cheap guy. Why isn't this as effective as it seems? Because those 200 points are spent only on might. And you're um, only getting a few per turn, maybe. There's always a chance you'll fail miserably. Yeah, it, it's but. not definite. And if you're taking Gandalf simply for that will generator, then he's not there doing other stuff, such as casting Sorceress Blast or immobilizing your yeah. opponent. Yeah, the only I, way that it works is to be using strength and will turn after turn. No, wait, I mean, it's a great idea. People should do it more <laughs> often and play me. Please, every tournament. <laughs> I, I think, uh, Tina, you, you hit the nail on the head there. If Gandalf's casting strength and will on Alfred, he's not doing other things. He's not immobilizing a key target. He's not sorceress blasting down the line. He's not getting up your critical defensive spells, such as cast blinding light, which those sort of spells and those sort of, you know, abilities that Gandalf brings to the table is is something you want to be actively taking charge or like taking advantage of but if you're using it if you're using him solely to try to generate more mind it's like well what are you doing yeah I, I think this is the reason a lot of people have simultaneously come up with this idea is that they want an easy way to run a wizard they don't want to think about it and that is a way of running a wizard where it can do something and you don't have to put much thought into it, really. You don't have to position him that well. You just need to get him in range of Alfred. Can Although, add... no, no offense to the people who did come up with that combo. Can I no, it's no offense to those people. <laughs> I hate those people. One of them is me. <laughs> I think the other sort of problem I have with this combo is Alfred's attraction is he's so cheap. but And he gives you three rolls and you gain some extra might and it's brilliant. But then having to send in someone like Gandalf to back him up, it's suddenly not a cheap combo, which and, was the entire attraction to start off with. Yeah, it's true. really insulting to Gandalf as well. I mean, <laughs> yes. this powerful story backing up this weedy little anti-Grima. Yeah, true. I think Bomber is the better option. Although yeah. I will point out, it all comes back to what you want Gandalf for, and that is for his versatility. If yeah. you've got him, him stuck doing the one role, he's definitely not fulfilling his potential. Uh, what you want him for is the fact that he can do several other things. He can sit there in the center of your line, river channeled, uh, blinding lights, protecting your line. He can go in and be uh, solid in melee, or can just you know do some solid magical support with sorceress blast and immobilize. That's a really great point. I think he can if, do it all. Yeah, just look at it this way: if you were going to take Gandalf, then it might be a good idea to take Alfred. But if you're going to take Alfred, it might not be a good idea to take Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think uh, Tannen, you, you raised a really good point for Gandalf there as well. 
if you're taking him, you're taking him because you have so many options. You want to take him with an army that you can sort of switch your tricks up game to game, sort of react to your opponent. He's not so much an offensive wizard. He's more of a reactive wizard. He punishes your opponent for bad plays, getting in the wrong position and that sort of thing. I, I, I disagree with you slightly. I think he can be quite solid with the offensive plays as well because that's strength five. And yeah. Sorceress Blast. Yeah, no, yeah fair and enough. Sorceress Blast. And, and I think that is his one advantage over uh, is that he can... Good Saruman because Good Saruman has that one role. He is sitting at the back casting his insanely long-range immobilize or cheap Sorceress Blast. He and will he be, does it well. He does it really well. However, but it's only one trick. Yeah, he, yeah, he is yeah. pure support. He does it well, but uh, he has that one role. I think Saruman is more suited to how I use wizards or magic in general because they sit behind your shield wall. Their first role is to engage the other person's magic, beat it down as fast as they can, then generally protect your shield wall, mobilize some heroes, sorcerers blast them out of combats. I think everyone here except for Travis normally runs good Saruman because he's simple, he's good at what he does. Yeah, Really good. Mm. I pay a bloke to show up and blast enemy heroes, <laughs> and that's what he does. Fair no, enough. Not that Gandalf can't. He just uh, he's not quite as good at it. And he struggles just a that bit. Little extra points, which yeah, yeah. That mm. If I want, I don't want the extra options. So therefore, why would I pay for them? And I guess yeah. that's that's sort of why we're talking about Gandalf. Is if you're going to pay those extra points, you've got to use them. You've got to use them. You've got yeah, to you've them. You've gotta actively. Mm-hmm. sort of take charge of your Gandalf. There's got to and... be some benefit to the yeah. army that you've got it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we talked about what we use Gandalf for. How do we play against him? What do you do against oh, a Gandalf? Sh- shall we talk about the advantages of taking Gandalf the White first? Or... Yeah. I thought we should go on that. Oh, yes. Gandalf the White. Gandalf the White. <laughs> yeah, yeah. totally forgot about that guy. That guy. That guy. Yes, Tin and Take it away. <laughs> okay. Well, one advantage is that he has the option for taking an Elven Cloak. Which, uh, if he loses Shadowfax or you're just feeling him on foot, is really quite nice. Yes, and if you want Protection to know... Protection against uh, enemy ring rates. Yeah, if you want to know why Elven Cloaks are really, really nice and really handy, uh, check out our Gimli Novine enemy, because we go to town with the Elven Cloak. I think Gandalf the White, and you go, he's the best of Gandalf and Saruman. Yes, he has... For an extra 70 points. Over Saruman. Over Saruman, 50, yeah. But 50, yeah, 50 yeah. points. Yeah. But yes, he has the low, lower cost immobilize command and sorcerer's blast that Saruman has, though he doesn't have quite the range of immobilize and command. He makes up for it a little bit with his 12-inch horse in Shadow a bit. Yeah. But again, he's still got all of the spells that Genoff the Grey has, and he casts them, them easier as well, as well as he has Your Staff is Broken, which is really good against enemy wizards mm. and also against ring rates yes also useful against grima and the undying because yes. he has a staff huh. if you model him with a staff so obviously he- gandalf the white has a major power increase than gandalf the gray which makes he- sense he is a supercharged gandalf the gray yeah pretty much pretty much why are you taking Gandalf the White over Gandalf the Grey? Because we talked about why you take Gandalf the Grey over Saruman. Why would you take Gandalf the White over Gandalf the Grey? 
because he's a better Gandalf. Yeah. He does everything Gandalf does <laughs> a little some... bit more, and he does it better. Yeah. You've got some spare points lying around. That's if why. you have a plan which requires Gandalf over Saruman, then you're going to be wanting to use all of these extras, and Gandalf the White has better extras. And Fair Sorceress point. Blast on a fourth bus is really nice. I, Matt, you made something quite uh, an interesting comment then as well. You said because you got spare points left. Yep. Are you saying that you wouldn't really touch Gandalf the White until you hit sort of those really big endpoint games like a 750, 800 sort of sort of mark? Is that when you would go for your Gandalf the White as opposed to a Gandalf the Grey or a Saruman? Yeah, absolutely. I think you'd need at least 800 to be going for Gandalf the White because he's an a ton of points. Absolute well, yeah, two hundred and thirty-five when mounted. That's yeah. a quarter of just over a quarter of your army there, in mm. a single figure. Hell, so, it's a quarter of a thousand point army. Look at it that way. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you, you need to be at the higher points levels. Otherwise, you're not going to get much out of him. To be honest, he won't have enough protection and that sort of thing. So, we were going to talk about uh, how you fight against a Gandalf. I'm just going to open this to the table here. What ideas do you have for taking on someone who's decided to put the grey wizard or or even the white wizard in front of you? Economy rates. Don't leave home without them. Yeah, ring rates are really great at countering all magic users, and Gandalf is no exception. Even though Gandalf has that freebie a turn? Because even if you you get rid of all his will, he's still got a freebie a turn. Unless you're using the Witch King. Point taken. Because the Witch King also has your staff as broken. Which we discussed in a previous... (laughs) (laughs) Here's a podcast we made earlier. (laughs) It it depends what the enemy's doing with the wizard, because if they're trying to take out your race, then if it's not a damaged spell, then you just ignore it, and I can't cast this turn, but you've already cast it, so you've neutralized them. If they're throwing damage, it's going to take them a while to beat through a race of stores of will and high defense. Yep. If he's just transfixing heroes, then you just transfix the bloke the hero's fighting, and once again, you've neutralized Gandalf for 65 points. But that's It only lasts for seven or eight turns, but yeah. games don't really last beyond that once you reach combat. That's except true. for the really big ones. In which case, you bring two rates. <laughs> <laughs> so David's answer to a Gandalf is rafes. More rafes and lots more rafes. Yes, liberally what, apply rafes. What about if you don't have a rafe? What if you are running a Moria army and you, say, for instance, are at a tournament that don't uh, that doesn't allow allies? Stop taking Moria. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My, my I dug myself in the hole some, there. Get some rates. <laughs> Here's a real suggestion. How about give him nothing? Don't give him opportunities. Because yep, wizards but... thrive on opportunities. If you line up a shield wall and let Gandalf get around it, he will blast them. I- issue that being, will happen. Issue being that get, since Gandalf does have that big spell list, if you do minimize his sorceress blast and immobilize and everything, he can still be doing things. Yeah, this is true. I think you'd have to. I'm not even really sure. Since he's a fair chunk of points, you can. I guess you could try to focus on the rest of the army, and then try to just yeah, as you said, minimize what Gandalf can do. Possibly throw in a couple of guards, try and charge him before he can cast a spell, because if he's not casting spells, then, you know, good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it as be reactionary. So when you're looking at what spell he's been casting, combat that. Do something different. Make sure that he can't continue to do what he wants to do. 
Yeah. For instance, let's say he decides to channel blinding light and you've got a majority shooting force. Don't bother. Don't shoot. It's going to be pointless if you're hitting on sixes. Marginal. Oh, that depends. Depends if he's got any part. shooting. If he's got no shooting and he's relying on blinding light, this then is true. It's going to yeah. blunt your damage, but you're still holding out I'm, something to. That would probably not be that common, but yeah, you're you're right. If that is the remember, case, remember, blinding light is only six inches uh, radius from Gandalf. So, depending on the size of it's your a army, fair distance. No, it's a fair distance. No. You, depending on the size of your army, though, you probably won't get all of your models there. So it's mm. it's you know quite good, but not something to full to um, completely rely on. Depends on the mission as well. If it's domination, you're going to have to split up. If it's let's all camp on the hill, then you can fit everyone within six. David raises yeah, that, a really that good point. Took... Look at the mission as well. See mm. what Gaston yeah. is going to do. Don't forget the objectives. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't uh, let him hurt you. I think. One actually, maybe. one other option that I've used a couple of times, and some of the other guys from our podcast that unfortunately aren't with us with this particular cast today have used, is giving him multiple threats. So you take multiple big heroes, really scary stuff. And sure, Gandalf is going to be able to neutralize one, but he won't be able to neutralize two. Yeah, I believe that's called uh, target oversaturation. Even the oh. best wizard cast you know, one spell a turn. Big fancy yeah, words. Big fancy words. <laughs> Private school education and college course. Sorry, uni course. But yeah, give give Gandalf too many options to deal with. Make him make him pick and choose. Put. So put the ball back in your opponent's court. So give him a nice juicy shield wall to blast. Give him a really big hero in the center of his line. Give him another flanking hero. Give him so many options that sometimes if you give your opponent too many options, they panic and they don't do any of them. I've had that happen to me a couple of times. I've given, put so much threat down on the table that Gannon goes, uh, I don't know. I'm going to go cry in the corner over here now. Or try to do everything at once and yeah, don't get and anything done. Yeah. Correct. Gandalf can stop one cave troll dead. So send three. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Words from the wise. One last thing I would like to quickly touch on with Gandalf, and this is sort of more of a wizard type sort of discussion here. Sorcerer's Blast. Now, Sorcerer's Blast is particularly deadly to cavalry, and I know a lot of younger players or inexperienced players have struggled keeping their heroes' horses around when there is a wizard on the table. Do you guys have any strategies or ways of playing to be able to prevent this? Because I know you, Matt, have played a fabulous game against Tienan <laughs> at a tournament once, in fact, oh, where Tienan and Saruman did not get a single Sorcerer's Blast off at a hero. It, it didn't help that Saruman kept failing to cast his spells, but yeah, no. True, but, but, but Matt did deploy uh, excellently. This I was don't against think... uh, all-mounted Rohan, so there was plenty of targets. But, but I yeah. don't think I could have got more than maybe. two, maybe three, yeah. and even then that would have forced me to expose and, yeah, Saruman. It would have been in weak positions for him, so yes. Yeah. So essentially I went into a crescent, a yep. horseshoe, uh, formation with my whole army, the entire army. Across, across the, the entire board. Yep. And decided with my Isengard to try and rush him because it's Rohan. I don't have much experience with uh, light cavalry, but I know they. it was just a matter of time before they were going to surround me and shoot me to death. So decided to go down, try to corner him, and uh, take out Aema, who was uh, Matt's leader at the time. Yep. He didn't do the worst thing, which would have been to split up his army have seen people do that. They don't realize that Rohan will tear them to pieces. My army was split up a little bit because of one terrain piece. Yeah. <laughs> but, 
but uh, for the most part, you managed to keep your army together. So my, my uh, Urukai captain was uh, the only model in my army which did exceptionally well. I think he took out around uh, like six, yeah, six or eight riders yeah, of Rohan. Quite a few. But yeah, yeah for the most part, I won that game because. In fact, did I? Yeah, I did win that game. I, I won that game because... You won that very solidly. <laughs> well, oh, bloody Greamer at the end. Anyway, <laughs> I'll get to that. I won that game because he couldn't blast anywhere that would have really hurt me. So, yes, just to um, elaborate a little bit on that, it's all about uh, angles. Yeah. So don't make the mistake of putting a normal warrior who cannot resist a spell in front of your heroes on a horse because exactly right. the wizard will target that model, blast them straight through. Yeah. If you've got a hero with a bunch of will, then they're more likely to be able to resist and you can try and use put that to... Uh... You've got to put them at the front. Yeah, yeah. you should That's put them at the front. Right. But also, you, there is the option of trying to make a nice line, but uh, for the wizard to be able to take advantage of that, he has to go into a very disadvantageous position, such as uh, if the wizard is on the horse and most of your army is infantry, forcing him to go out in front of your line so you can then just jump him. And I did tempt Tiernan at one point, right down the flank, didn't I? <laughs> uh, I think there was a couple of times, but yeah. no, no, I but decided no, to try and take the, smart the thing and you didn't do it. safer option. Yeah. But oh, is it Saruman? I think he cast one spell... Mm. Which uh, Aoma resisted immediately on one dice because you know what? Because Henry, because Henry, Henry rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, that's a major way of you know removing sorceress blast from play. You just make sure you spread out your army and don't give them any uh, good angles. Thanks for your uh, tips, opinions, and the discussion, guys. I guess we're going to scoring now. Oh, Tough boy. one. Because I know a lot of people at the table here much prefer Saruman over Gandalf. I'll start with you, Tiernan, since you're so eager. I am pretty eager. I've had a coffee. <laughs> Out of ten, what do you give the old grey slash white wizard? Uh, I'm not sure. He is a lot of points, but he does do the versatility thing. I'm going to put him on River a seven. Seven? Ooh, seven um, from the T. David. Ooh. I personally don't use Gandalf, but I've faced him across the table enough times to know he's a nasty piece of work. It takes a lot to put him down. He can do a lot of damage. Mm. Um, I'd have to go eight. Eight? Just, yeah, from the amount of damage he wreaks to your army before you can put him down. It's, you know, and unless eight you've got from David? Oh. Matt? This is probably going to be the most controversial you score. So? I don't know. I, I'm looking at Saruman. And going, um, this is why this will be the most controversial yeah, score. Uh, well, you've got to compare them; they're very similar. Just give Saruman a higher score. I, I that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, what would I give Saruman? Maybe an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to split the middle with the other two guys and say seven point five. I think that's where I would have Gandalf. He's very nice, very good model. There are other options which are perhaps more economical. Oh, and we're talking about both Gandalfs, yes, not just yeah, Gandalf the yeah, Grey, yeah. because. Oh, I, I Do you want to change I, your score, Tin? For, for Gandalf the White, I'd actually put him down a little bit more because he's so many points. Okay. And I think I'd go for a 6.5 for him. Oh, okay. Interesting. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's a real... 220 points. That is a lot of points. Mm-hmm. I'd actually bump Saruman the White. I'm sorry. Gandalf, Gandalf the, white the White up slightly. I might put him up to an 8. So. Well, for me, at least, because I've, I've ran both of these two... I had my stint with them, played them a 
fair bit. I actually rate them about the same, the same in terms of what you pay for and what you get. I reckon their output is about what you expect for their points. I'm actually pretty pretty close to David here. I'm I'm gonna actually dead on. You gave him an eight. An eight. That's exactly what I'm gonna give him as well. An eight. Mm-hmm. Eight for both of them. Mm-hmm. Both and the white and the gray. I think they're a very solid choice, and when played right, can be extremely frustrating. Yeah, but that's true for most models. <laughs> I can think of a couple that aren't Good. that. What? Mm-hmm. You're, you're saying that there are models who, if you uh, played them right, they won't do anything? No, no, that goes... No, that's not that what It goes against everything you believe in. <laughs> I, I'm just like... I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I think we should just wrap this podcast wrap up. up. Wrap it up. Trav needs his nap time. Yeah. He finish up. I haven't slept. I haven't slept at all. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you for joining me for Know Thine Enemy, episode 7, with Gandalf, the Grey, and the White. This has been the Green Dragon Podcast, and remember, guys, Trap Swing Games.